Welcome everyone to episode 13 of Karaoke Cast. 1313, mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Unlucky 13, so we'll see how this works out for us. But uh, yeah, this is our 13th episode. We're glad you're back. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Pomp, and I'm here with uh, my two co hosts, Mud. This is T Dog. T Dog, why don't you uh, tell the listeners what we got going today? What are, what kind of theme we got? Well, I thought since it was uh, Labor Day, we do our Working Man special this week. Kind of maybe go over some songs that have uh, work in the title or work related. Uh, one song that came to mind is Lover Boys Working for the Weekend. Everybody's working for that Everybody's weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's fucking succulent. Yeah, when did that come out? Mm, that was in the early 80s, I early believe. Early 80s? I believe. That's a good tune. You ever seen them in concert? I think I did one time back in 86 or something like that. Oh, yeah? That was yeah, a No, long... I think that was back when you got 86 from that bar. I could have been it. <laughs> I could have been it, too. <laughs> All right, well, I like the theme. It is uh, Labor Day, and it's a holiday dedicated to, what, America's laborers? Labor, laborers, labor movement. Labor force. We, we are a union-friendly show. People who are uh, held down by the man is how I see it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Blood, sweat. We're all commiserating together. That's right. So some of these songs have the commiserating theme. Mud, what, uh, what song do you got? To, what song do you like that's a labor song well there was one that actually came up last night surprisingly by a, a singer at the karaoke show we went to uh it was a worker song by dropkick murphy's uh, oh yeah yeah it's just about about the working class in america and how they've often been oppressed by society and government and uh, despite their considerable contributions, they often work in poor conditions for low pay and are the first ones sent to war. Dang, that sounds like me. Now, the Dropkick Murphys know their stuff, I guess, huh? Yes, that guy looked like he came straight from Ireland or something. something yeah, 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 he was into that. Yep. He did good with that. He killed it. He was a, he, he, he was a damn good singer. Yeah. All right, well, let me see for my song. Uh, the first one I like is Manic Monday. I don't know if it's really a... It has to do with work because it's about a girl who doesn't want to go back to work on Monday. She just wants to chill and, I think, uh, you know, hang out on Sunday. And uh, crazily enough, Prince wrote the song Manic Monday. Did you know I that? I had heard that, you yes. Heard that? Yep. He wrote it for some group called Apollonia 6, but then the story is he gave it to the drummer of the Bengals in exchange for her... Uh, you know, sleeping with him. I don't oh. know if that's true, because I don't even know if Prince, I never really, I don't know, but that's the story I saw. That guy's got a, 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 used to have a good following of uh, ladies. Yeah, that's how he did it, I guess, I mean, wrote songs. How, I mean, how sexy was he in Purple Rain? I know, you wouldn't think he would have to trade a song for her. For some action, so I don't know. I think that might be a myth. <laughs> <laughs> I think Prince just has to show up. He does have to show up. And just <laughs> that's kind of Michael, kind of Michael, and kind of Prince. Kind of had the same high pitched, yeah, little screams or whatever you want to call it. You did some Prince last night. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. What was yeah. it? Purple rain or when doves? the doves cry? Yeah, when doves cry. That was it. Was it, it was a free like for all last night? The two full. We show up at this karaoke place, and 
It's dead. There's probably like what seven people there, maybe. Maybe, yeah. And that includes some of the staff. Yep. So it was just a free for all on songs. You do whatever think, you want. That's the shortest rotation I think I've ever seen. I think we had ten songs a piece or something like that, yeah. just about. And one time it went you, me, you, me, and then he just had to take a break. He can't <laughs> take us anymore. Yeah. These guys <laughs> suck. I need a break. <laughs> all right, T Dog. You got another uh, another song for the working man? You want uh, to talk yeah, about? I got uh, one by Elvis Costello. Uh, Welcome to the working week. Welcome That's to the working week. Kind of a famous one. Uh, one by Bachman Turner Overdrive called "Taking Care of Business." Oh, that was also uh, Elvis Presley's kind of his uh, motto. He used to have all kinds of jewelry made up with the TCB written on it. TCB it was written on the side of his airplanes and cars and stuff like that. Taking care of business, that was kind of Elvis's motto. Nice. So, then they morphed it into that yogurt stand, TCBY. T- T- <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got, uh, how does that go? How does that first one go? What was that one? Elvis uh, Costello, can you to, hum a few welcome bars? Welcome to the working week. You don't, you don't remember that no, one? No, I don't think I remember that one. Okay. I'm going to look it up, though. All right, Mud, what's your, what's your second song? What's your second working man song? Um, I think I'm going to go way back way old school and mentioned some uh woody guthrie the union, oh. union burying ground that's real stuff there he probably started the labor day movement he, he he may have started the labor day movement he he was a very union strong guy it seems because he's got a few songs about him yeah he's like an old school folk singer he he, is, he went yeah. around the country trying to get people to unionize and uh uh, back in the Depression days. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so he went around uh, migrant labor camps and things like that and tried to get them to unionize so they could make a, a wage where they could actually exist hmm. uh, from their work. You might have won today, Mud, with that suggestion. You might have won the contest. This guy went around and unionized folks. That's uh, You can't beat that. Manic Monday something, but you can't. So what was the song called? Because Union Burying Ground. Hmm. The... Talks of the workers that have died uh, doing what they do best and getting their hands dirty and pouring out their blood to to get the job done. Dang. Right. For rights, for safety, and all that. It is crazy. I used to teach this class on safety and kind of the environment and, like, the stuff they had back before OSHA and, like... You know, before they cared, they, they just didn't care, man. They make people do whatever. They stick they them did. in a factory, lock the doors, make them work themselves to death. Well, 12 year old kids working, you know, going into work next to their dad and, you know, yeah. dying next to their dad or their mother or whatever. Dang. You know? The yep. show's gotten dark. <laughs> child child labor was not a good thing. I know, yeah. They didn't even have to, like, tell what they were working with either. That's, like, the whole OSHA. Right to know law, where you had to actually tell someone what nasty chemical they were spreading on the friggin' ship hole with their bare hands. You yep, know? yep. Yeah, we're getting we're getting all philosophical. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, it's a, it's the theme for what what today is. You That's know? right. We have we have Monday off for a reason. That's right, exactly. All right, well, my next uh, working song you'll remember is from Huey Lewis. I think it was about nineteen, I don't know, mid eighties, working for a living. I guess it was semi-autobiographical, and Huey Lewis wrote it when he was a truck driver, which makes me happy right there to think Huey Lewis was driving a big rig, you know? 
I never I see him in duets. You never think that he was one time in a in a big rig. <laughs> I bet he had a sweet voice as he cruised down the the highway. Absolutely, he did. You yeah. know, I mean, that's where a lot of people get their karaoke start. He was was like singing in his big rig, and they said, "I got to do some karaoke. Let's make a karaoke movie duets." Yeah, and from there he just took off with everything. His career, everything. Wonder what happened to you? You don't see him anymore. He's relaxed and he's enjoying retirement. You know, uh, scribbling up a few new songs. You know, to break out on us. I think just mm. at, at random. You know, surprise us maybe. I hope so. Or or he's just using the retirement money to hire hookers and <laughs> do blow. That sounds more like Huey. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, he wrote it as a truck driver. That some of the jobs in the song, which are we talked about, a busboy, a bartender. Some of those were jobs he had had, and I guess I have never heard some, but I guess in 2007 he re-recorded with Garth Brooks on an album that was on Garth Brooks's album, and it was the first time Huey got on the country chart, you know, on the coattails of Garth there. Huh. I, but yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up too because I don't remember that. Definitely, I'd like to hear that. All right. Are you are you gonna sing a song for us before we talk about our next yeah uh, yeah labor song? I'm gonna sing. It's not really a labor song, but I figure I could get away with it because it is uh, men at work, and so if men are working, that's labor, right? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Which is a great movie as well. Oh yeah, with uh, <laughs> Charlie Sheen and uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio oh, Estevez. that's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> with their trash men. Yeah, now that's good. I was thinking that one with Norm Macdonald and uh, that other guy where he, he starts up a business playing practical jokes on people to save his grandma's house or something. <laughs> you ever know what I'm talking about? I don't know. It sounds like more like a. a he starts playing golf to save his grandma's house. It was like that. It was kind of like Happy Gilmore. Yeah, his grandma had like his apartment complex, something she was going to lose. And then they would always jag with people, and then they turned it into this business. What was that called? It doesn't sound like it was good. Dirty work. Dirty work. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, dirty work. Men at work. We should throw some working movies in here, too. We might have to. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you with some... Uh, down under for men at work and anyone is invited to join in we got banded in the studio we didn't mention that I know you guys so, always uh, leave me out I know we're sorry <laughs> about that chime in whenever you want well I mean you jump in and out of the studio getting us beers you know it's hard to catch you sometimes it's true sometimes I guess I don't know guys, <laughs> well, keep, me, guys keep me busy <laughs> do you have anything to say to the listeners, Bandit, before I get started on no, this one? Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. do you, no. Should we have her speak about it later or right now? Later. You want to bring it up now? Later. You hit a, Bandit has hit a milestone in her life and career. But uh, we'll, we're, we're, I'll sing this. Uh, we'll keep you in suspense, and then we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, dun, good call. Dun, good call. Dun. Yeah, the suspense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great intro. We're at the Bahamas. Traveling in a fried out combi On a hippie trail and full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous Then she took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under Where women glow and men plunder can you hear, can you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover. The 
song makes me want to buy a wooden flute. Yeah, me too. Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo too, yeah. <laughs> Buying bread from a man in Brussels. He was six foot four and full of muscles. Whoa. I said to his man, speak my language. He just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. And he said, I come from a land down under. Where bitters flow and men for chunder. Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover. Beer break. It's a beer break. Oh. Lying in a den in Bombay with a slack jaw and not much to say. I said to the man, Are you trying to tempt me? Because I come from the land of plenty. And he, he said, Do you come from a land down under? Where women glow and men plunder. Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? Yeah. You better run, you better take cover. Cause we are living in a land down under. Where women glow and men plunder. Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover. Living in a land down under Where women glow and men plunder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover We are living in a land down under Oh yeah, women glow and men plunder I like how you threw the uh, your brought out your Australian accent. Yeah, That's, yeah, uh, I got that. I've been packing that away, just waiting for it to bubble up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's one of those eighties songs where they never end it; it just kind of fades out slowly. You know? Yeah, yeah, they don't good. do that anymore. No, they, used to they just don't. fade everything it's just, out. It's just done. And then in your mind, you're like, is the song still going? <laughs> it could be going on forever. They just had to fade it. Out, <laughs> All right, so that was a little minute work for the uh, Labor Day holiday. Now let's get to the. The uh, business at hand here, Bandit. Let's hear about your big news. <laughs> what What did you do last night? We We were all hanging out at the the bar as usual, singing some karaoke. While uh, Pomp and I were singing some karaoke, what happened last night? Well, were you pressured into anything? <laughs> do, you, do you have any regrets? So naughty. Any regrets? <laughs> so many regrets. No, if if anybody recalls, like. Going back to, you know, several podcasts back towards the beginning, I am not one. I am a karaoke appreciator. However, I am not a karaoke participator. Like, I am definitely not one to jump up on stage and sing. However, last night, I did. What? I sang. Who? I sang a song. Whoa. By Whoa. myself. What? Last night. All the way through? Whoa. All the way through? All the way through. And I did not have to awkwardly dance. Like <laughs> I noticed that. No, it 
no boos, no awkward hand claps, nothing. I probably did not sing it very well, but I made it all the way through. You did a good job. You did. You killed it. And 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 the best part was watching you up there as you're singing it. You look like you were in the rhythm. You look like you were having a good time, and that's what matters. (laughs) I hate to say it though, but secretly. Maybe I shouldn't tell you this. Secretly, I was kind of hoping the whole thing would fall apart so I could watch you do your awkward, like, and <laughs> shuffle around on the stage. Well, you did kill it. What was the song? The 21 Pilots? It was uh, 21 Pilots, Tearing My Heart, which... Yeah, Tearing it, My Heart. It, it's not, like, the world's greatest song, but for whatever reason, I love that song. I like, do, That too. song is one where I can hear it. 21 Pilots is pretty awesome to begin with, but that song... Is just so damn catchy and so much fun, and I don't know. I mean, selfishly, I did, I knew I was going to be up there, and I didn't want to be up there very long. So it's a very short song, and it's one that is very catchy. And I have good. sang it. Yeah, I've sang it before. I've sang it in my car. I've sang it several other places. And you got to sing out in your car because it goes. She's a tear in my Yeah, heart. but the part with the concrete, like. Uh, oh. <laughs> you fell asleep the, in my. Uh, you fell asleep in my car i drove the whole time oh hold on it's you fell asleep in my car i drove the whole time that's okay i'll just avoid the hole so you sleep fine here i sit cursing my, my government. government so you oh Wish but you not would. using my taxes to fill holes with, with more cement, cement. yeah <laughs> it was awesome. a struggle my kid, uh, he loves 21 Pilots. I've gotten into them, too. They're yeah, good. Yeah, they're pretty fantastic. It's like one guy, they're... one guy, and then the uh, drummer, which yeah. I don't usually count that as part of the band. Oh, so those guys are the hardest workers. I know, man. He's all over the stage. We went to a concert at... Uh, you will never see an overweight Center. drummer, I don't think. That's true. He was all over the place. And let and me tell you... they built, like, this big platform that went across over the top of the... the you know, like audience and yeah, yeah. they're j- jamming on it. It was crazy. It was a great show for two people. They, I'm like, that guy may have stolen that from Motley Crue, though. Really? Because, they might have. Because, um, um, what's his name from Motley Crue, the drummer? Uh, uh, is it Lee? Is it freaking. Who is it, T Dog? Motley Crue drummer. Oh, it's. Uh... He, he, he Tom, was about, Tommy, uh, Tommy, Lee. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he had a show, a few shows, they went on tour. Where he was strapped into his his uh, uh, drummer chair, and the d- drums were strapped down, and they'd take the drum on like a, a conveyor type thing, not a conveyor, but it would go up in the air, turn upside down, and he's just jamming on the drums really? upside down. Upside Have you down? never seen that? No. Oh, it's it's oh. pretty awesome. You gotta check it out. So one of my pilots didn't do that, but they were good. That was a good show. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, I kind of yeah. one upped your your. What oh, you're hey, that's about. all right. Cause I bet it was a better <laughs> hey, show. Hey, that's gonna give them some goals to live up to because I mean, Twenty One Pilots, like their music. I mean, they're such a basic band, but they're just awesome with just. A singer and freaking drums. You know what's throw, cool about their... Throw some upside down. They'll have like a song and then they'll like... Just like that song where it's like one song and then all of a sudden they switch into a whole different song where it's like... It's like you get a little bonus song in and then yep. go back to Bonus the song inside the yeah, song? Yeah, oh, yeah. freaking awesome. It's so cool. Great. It was so much fun. But yeah, I chose them. I sang it. I... Were you nervous? Were you shaking? Or did you pee yourself? She did. She did say she was shaking. Did you? So did I last night, but I wasn't even. <laughs> that's, that was on consumption of alcohol. That's beside the point. <laughs> we could have no. used another shot or two, I think. We should have, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's so funny. Like I don't know. Like it. It kind of opened up like the door to why is it so nerve wracking to sing karaoke? Like everybody gets up there on stage and. 
everybody's there to support each other, like, whether you sing or not sing or whatever. It's to have fun. It's a good time. And why is it so uncomfortable? Yeah. You know, it's... Nobody should ever care what anybody thinks about how they sing. It's that stage fright, man. People are scared to death to, like, speak in front of people or... Especially if you know them a little bit and you're like, oh, yeah. It's like a lot of people fear that worse than, like, death or... Dismemberment? Dismemberment. Fear worse than death or (laughs) dismemberment. (laughs) We're getting dark. (laughs) Well, it's funny. Like, I think, I mean... Has anybody ever lost a limb doing karaoke? I don't know. You never know. (laughs) There's some crazy, like, some cray-cray Extreme karaoke. Watch out for the blades and the band saws. <laughs> that would I feel be like cool. that would be like on a like a purge kind of movie. Tonight yeah. <laughs> our our karaoke gladiator is a samurai warrior, and if you sing wrong, he will cut off a limb. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> we should have God, like a... you have like the voice for it, I feel like you planned this. <laughs> we should have a karaoke battle off on TV. Why don't they have a show? Forget like a verse, that? Like, lose kind a of limb. Like the battle yeah. bots, but yeah, it's like <laughs> like battle battle voice box. Since we're talking about karaoke battles, I think we're supposed to still have a uh, a creep off. I T dog. What about the creep? One of off? these days. One of these days. <laughs> Man, I got some archival footage of you on that bad mic, but we got to redo that. Yeah. That, I say we just play the archival. My footage. audio was messed up. <laughs> oh, my wife was chomping at the bit to get in the creep off. She tried to learn creep on her ukulele the other day, and she's uh. like, "Can I get in the creep off too?" And I'm like, "It's it's karaoke," and she's like, "Well." I can play my uke. <laughs> it's like, this ain't a talent show here. This ain't America's Got Talent. Hey, you got a clue her into the song that we're writing a song for her uke. Remember we were writing that oh, song last that's night? that's right. That's right. We're going to yeah. write our own song, and it's going to be karaoke hype. It's got Donald Trump in it. It's got Melania. Our waitress <laughs> looked like young Melania last night. She was the weirdest waitress. She would like, I was paying cash, which I usually don't do, but sometimes I do if I think I might just have to run out at any minute, and I don't want to wait for the tab. Which I don't know why I would do that, but well, she so, was smart. She she was onto your shenanigans. She made sure that you paid before you. Yeah, got so she'd drink. come up. She'd be like, oh, "Okay, beer. Okay, five fifty. Then I have to get out my wallet, give her five fifty, and then she would take it back to the thing, like ring it in, bring me back my change, like this and guy then go back to, and get like, the beer, like a drug so deal, dude. It was word. like, show me the case. Yeah, show me what's show in me the case. case. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I gotta see your money before I give you the case. <laughs> yeah. She didn't trust me. At no, like. she didn't. I. I don't know. I almost mentioned to her that we've seen nude photos of her before, though. I mean, <laughs> she was she was beautiful. She was very nice, but man, she was she was very interesting. That was uh, yeah. I don't know. They have like their whole system over there. I guess I don't know. Yeah, they got a weird system. It's maybe called... no. Maybe they don't have that system with other people. Maybe we just look like a bunch of assholes. That could be too. <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> All right, T Dog. You yes. are uh, you're out of the big house, right? You're out of reco- you're out of uh, jail. You got you made you made I'm bail. out of you rehabilitation. Made, yeah, you made a, a parole. Yeah, I was in uh, this place called Encompass Health Rehabilitation Hospital in Littleton. How and, was it? Uh, it was all right. I was there for about three weeks, and uh, doing some physical therapy and occupational therapy. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to. Uh, Caitlin and uh, Darren and uh, all the hardworking uh, uh, staff and crew and uh, physical and uh, occupational therapists there. 
uh, that helped me a lot. So, uh, Cause they had to put up with your shit. They had to put up with my shit when I couldn't get any bacon that first day. Yeah, week. oh, we heard about that. So, uh, what? You couldn't get any bacon? So I'm kind of over the whole bacon thing now. <laughs> so, good, I wanna, so I want to say thanks. And, uh, and you're all, you're, you're toned down the oxy. Yeah. <laughs> I've so. never I've never heard you so angry. You seem so relaxed and, and into life right now. Tell painkillers. He's good. That's it. Maybe the show in the rehab center wasn't the greatest idea on second thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, we couldn't drink beer. I mean, there's yeah. a big problem with that. That's true. You know? I think rehab centers would be like... So much better if you could actually like drink beer and hang out and have fun. Well, I mean, if you're going to to alcohol and drug and gambling rehab, is that such a good idea? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, didn't they want to do some karaoke? We didn't. We didn't get it. They were. We were gonna try and do some karaoke, but uh, we couldn't get it set up. We didn't have the right equipment. We were gonna try and do it in the uh, the therapy gym. That would have been awesome. Yeah, we were gonna try and get some set up. Yeah, you should. I'm telling you, you should write a book like karaoke as therapy, karaoke rehab. Right. Yeah. It'd be a good form of therapy for people who uh, who are scared or uh, have a little bit of stage fright, that kind of thing. Yeah, karaoke is therapy. That's right. That's right. I mean, maybe. I mean, the beers help. The the shots help. You know, the the liquor helps. But karaoke is therapy. You know. You, you forget about it, everything for a minute while you're up there enjoying yourself and just going crazy on the microphone. Oh, last night you killed me, dude. There's a big sign. I don't, you, clearly you didn't see it, but there's a big sign they, they print out in front of things that said, no drinks allowed on stage. Oh, I've seen and the sign. And you were drinking, dude. You set your beer down like an inch away from the dude's computer <laughs> and just going like a big 32-ouncer. You clumped it down so you can do that beer. solo part yep, on your own. Nope, yep, <laughs> yep. I'm always going to take my beer on stage with me. That is my, my crutch and my comfort zone. <laughs> the DJ didn't know what to do. He was just like, well, there's the only two guys yeah, I got singing. I, I can't kick them out. I put it between him and the lady that was requesting her song. I was like, what? We got this big old beer in our <laughs> yeah, way. Just... We can't even talk about karaoke. And what song's next? I could see him. He's like, that's a that's a $2,000 computer right there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, should we do some in the news, or should we, let's get back to uh, the songs? Some songs. What else? You got any? You got any more, T Dog? Uh, working man songs. Some more working man songs. Yeah. Uh, seems like Cash would have some. I don't know. I can't Johnny think Cash. of any. He seems like the ultimate working man to me. That is very surprising. Well, I've got one. That's classic. Everybody knows this. I mean, you get sick of your freaking job, and you're like, screw these guys, screw these bosses. Take this job and shove oh, it. Oh, yeah. Take, Take this, this job, job and shove it. Johnny Patriot. I ain't working here no more. My woman done left. Took all the reasons I've been working for. That's awesome. That's good. I like it. I like it. That was a... Uh, Actually written by David Allen Coe and popularized by Johnny Paycheck. Yep, oh, absolutely. Sure. Yep. I'm surprised if it was written by David Allen Coe. It doesn't have David Allen Coe in the song somewhere. <laughs> well, that's true. This song is a did. great song written by David Allen Coe. <laughs> <laughs> David Allen Coe, David Allen Coe. That guy's the most shameless freaking songwriter ever. Yeah, we're what not songs? even going to talk about that. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, he's yeah, shameless racist the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a hard time not jamming to his stuff at karaoke, but I do. I, get it. <laughs> I remember for a little while you refused to sing his yeah, song. Yeah, I did. I put a boycott. Yeah, I mean, you basically said, 
screw him, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you realize he he wrote some of your 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 favorite artist songs. Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah, it. yep. I used to jam. I used to have a cassette. David Allen Coe's everywhere. My, uh, Ford Taurus with a cassette player. This was only like a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like last year, right? Yeah. Last year. And I that was the sweetest Ford Taurus ever. And I would jam, and then like halfway up the veil one time, I was just listening, and I just like started cringing, and I was like, this is the most racist, crappiest, shittiest songs ever. <laughs> and I swore to never listen again. <laughs> Did you launch the cassette out the yes, window? Yes, <laughs> It's somewhere up it. there on the veil pass. <laughs> just rotting in the sun and snow. <laughs> <laughs> Been run over by fifty million freaking eighteen wheelers. Yeah. Eighteen wheelers. Good. That's where it belongs. <laughs> Dead to the world. Do you have any more? Any I think more? I do have one more. I would just thought of one. I think this is Johnny Cash. What was that song? Remember that song goes. The guy took one piece at a time from the auto plant and built him a car at home. He smuggled it out in his lunchbox. Yeah, I think it was called One Piece at a Time. Yeah, I took That's it awesome. one I've never piece heard that. at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. Maybe that's he, not he was Johnny a, he Cash. Was a, no, it was Johnny Cash. Was it? Yeah, he was like supposed to be an auto worker that stole a piece out in his lunchbox every day for... Yeah. Uh, built, was him, it, built him a new Cadillac. Was out it yeah. writ, written and performed by Johnny Cash? I don't know if it was written by him, but I know it was performed by Johnny okay, Cash. Okay, I don't know that I, I know that song. that song, man. It was like early 70s when it came out, I think. I like the, the thought of that guy sneaking a part out every day. He's like, uh. I got a piston head today. I got a <laughs> piece of a carburetor tomorrow. <laughs> Man, I don't know how you get the food. Yeah, I don't know. That's a it's sneaky like, dude. He's a big lunch. Yeah, big lunch. Yep. <laughs> All right, my last one. Uh, this is Donna Summer. I'll throw out the, the artist. You throw out the song. Donna Summer. The, she works hard for she the money. She works hard for the money. Now, is this song about a hooker? I don't think so. I looked into it. Cause I think it's just a working girl. So, or is it, that a hooker? I don't know. I, I, I mean, yeah, a, a streetwalker, working girl. I mean, hookers work hard. Yeah. You know, she works hard for the money, so you better treat her. Right. I don't. I know. think. I think if 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 you got a, a good pimp, he should provide you with knee pads, right? I mean, <laughs> and health benefits, and, <laughs> and time off, and <laughs> time maternity off. leave maternity would be important. <laughs> he should be doing the whole package. It is the world's oldest profession. Yes. You'd think they'd have a strong labor backing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they have a strong backing, but it's not a labor. <laughs> Nine a months later, it's labor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Donna Summer, she works hard for the money, was number one for three weeks, launched her career. I think that was like her first big hit in... Uh, Everyone knows that song. She works hard for the money. You had some news, didn't you? Oh, well, oh I did have before, news. before you read the news, uh, are we going to do a, a, a karaoke challenge? Do that last? Oh, we could do a karaoke challenge. So, do- I want to... Hold on. I want to call out the karaoke challenge. We had a right. we had a new singer last night. I think the Bandit should throw out a karaoke challenge on mm-hmm. what, wow. what, what they should sing. Mm-mm. No? You don't want to do it? I am good. No? You got nothing? I got nothing. I, I got a challenge. Okay, okay. All right, but... I think we should do nine to five. A little Dolly Parton, work a man song. For the next show? Yeah. Working All right. No matter if you're a guy five. or a girl, yep. get up there, sing working nine to five. What a it way may to make a living. I don't something like that. I <laughs> need some lyrics, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Maybe we'll try that at the end of the show. We'll all group up for nine to five. You know, you, you know, little fun fact about Dolly Parton? What's that? Is that, that uh, she is one of the world's biggest flirts, just... just 
flirts with every man there is, but she's faithful to the end to her man. Is that right? Oh, yeah. All right. Bless yeah. her and her friends that she carries around with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember she was on some talk show when she was talking. She was with Jennifer Aniston in some movie. It was just on Netflix. I think it was like a Netflix-only movie. Anyway, she was talking about how her husband was hoping he could get Dolly Parton and Jennifer Aniston in a three-way. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm hoping for him that happens. <laughs> Me too. Oh, my goodness. He must be a good man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, in the news. Let's do in the news here. It's almost, of course, an international business here that we put on. I remember last time we were in, what, China? We've had in the news from different countries. Yeah, we have, we have. Yeah, so if you... If you don't know your uh, world geography, you'll learn it here. This is about Korea. It says, karaoke with colleagues is no longer compulsory, which I think means required, in South Korea. Uh, that should be a job requirement. That oh, should be. That would be great. After work gatherings in South Korea used to follow a pattern. After a boozy dinner and several rounds of beer and soju, a local spirit. Ooh. We should drink that sometime. Yeah, we need some soju. The party would decamp to a dingy basement... Oh, I love Sound familiar? Yeah, it does. <laughs> and squeeze onto faded upholstery. Sound oh. familiar? <laughs> Is there any mention of sex swings? <laughs> In an airless room. Oh, airless. Oh. Yeah, with a karaoke machine. There, employees would be pressed into accompanying the boss on the tambourine as he howled his favorite ballads and forced to offer their own renditions before being allowed to stumble home in the early hours. So the, I guess did that mean only the boss got to sing? Well, or he make you do your own renditions, I guess. Oh, okay, I missed that. Yeah. I think he was the star of the show. If you want to work there, you go hype up the boss. It's karaoke. I could see getting sick of that, but at the same time, you know what? You need to rock out, rock out better than the boss. Yeah. Show him what's up on some karaoke. And you've got a great excuse when you show up at 4 a.m., half crocked. You tell your wife, like, the boss, i got to keep my uh, job, you know? I'm trying to freaking keep my job. He made me stay there. I'm just. Or you oh. show up to work all hungover. You're like, yeah, it was last night. It's your the karaoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karaoke parlors imported from Japan in the early 1990s and originally intended as entertainment for teenagers and families did brisk business with drunk office workers. No more. Changing work patterns and social tastes are pushing out norebang, which are singing rooms in southern Korea, out of business. The government recently restricted the working week to 52 hours, which was nice, cutting the scope for late-night gallivanting. Growing awareness among employees of sexual harassment and other bad behavior in the dark basements means that more and more dinners wrap up early or conversation is continued over non-alcoholic drinks at late night coffee shops. I think they just, I think they wrecked this. It is slowly becoming more acceptable for employees to say no to group activities after work and spend their spare time alone or with their friends. So no longer are they enslaved by the man and forced to do karaoke. Although that's a lot better than putting, you know, hazardous chemicals on a ship hole. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yep. Yeah. You said ship hole, right? <laughs> I said ship hole. <laughs> hole of a ship. <laughs> well, it's unfortunate that people would get forced to sing karaoke. But it's even more unfortunate that there was sexual harassment. You're going down the wrong street right there as far as this weekend, as far as labor goes. Because, right. you, you know, you guys need to come to my house in my dingy, dirty basement that is leaking whatever raw sewage everywhere. I don't know. I think it mentioned that. And you need to listen to me sing, and then maybe I'll let you participate while I'm grabbing your tuchus. <laughs> I feel like that was our first date. 
<laughs> it may have been some familiar themes. My poor tookas. Familiar themes ringing true. Yes. <laughs> All right. T Dog, what else you got for this Labor Day uh, celebration? Uh, I'd just like to say uh, uh, happy Labor Day to everybody out there that is uh, striving and struggling and uh, working to uh, bring home a check. Has been uh, downtrodden by the man. Oh, I like that. And uh, keep uh, keep the faith. Keep hanging in there. Keep working and keep doing karaoke in your off time. There you go. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pull up some nine to five karaoke. Oh, you want to close this out with yeah. some nine to five? Yeah. Hold on before we close yeah, go out. Go ahead. Bandit. You forgot about next weekend. Oh, that's right. Mud, we're gonna talk about next weekend. Yeah. What is that? Uh, Oh my gosh. Karaoke. Thank, thank goodness you guys brought me along. Wow. That's right. So, a few. We are so uninformed. <laughs> you guys are thank so Thank goodness forgetful. for the bandit. I love you guys. Tamara, our guest on our podcast a few weekends back, or a few weekends back, she's going to actually be hosting um, karaoke in the courtyard. So, if anybody is local to Arvada and knows the Harvest Festival, or the which Denver is like metro a, area. Yeah, really. I mean, everybody knows about Arvada's Harvest Festival. Like, that is, like, a big deal. If they don't know, they do now. They do. It is a big deal. Mark it on your calendars next weekend, September 7th. Um, She's actually going to be hosting Karaoke in the Courtyard, which is right by um, Arvada's library, which is... Old Town Arvada. Old Town Arvada, right where the farmer's market takes place. Well, the but, homeless dude take him. Yep. Nice. <laughs> You're gonna I don't know where to go ask a homeless dude. Yep. <laughs> they'll, they'll point you in the correct direction. Old Wadsworth Boulevard go. and basically Ralston. It's right next to the Army Surplus. Like, everybody knows where that's at. Like, it's, or Raylanders, the bakery. You're throwing it's a right there. major plug right here. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Are you making some cash on this here? I know. Yeah, well, I, I hate to break it to you guys. I am actually promoting. No, it's, uh, I think it's going to be really awesome. That's something that's new to this year, something new to the festival. Will our group, to, will to our group be participating? I hope so. So, when is that? That is... September 7th. Old time. Um, yeah. Bring a chair. Parade, parade in the morning and then party all afternoon uh, and evening. Why ooh. not? The only thing better is the Wheat Ridge Carnation Festival, of which Bandit is the Carnation Queen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm, we're going to go out on 9 to 5. I'm going to put this in the middle. It's going to be upside down to a lot of you people. But that's, that's all right. And, what do you uh, mean, you people? You people. <laughs> with the inferior voices. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? So, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. Now I muted Operator it. error. To try to get the Cialis commercial God, out it there. Just uh, it just took off. It just took off. That is so hard. Thank God you're going to be able to delete some of this. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is a fast song, I think. It is. Oh, we go. Everybody get ready. Get ready. God, I just want to watch this TV show. It was a TV show. It was Tumble a TV out show. of bed or stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition. Yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Need a little help here. Jump That's in the shower, job. blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, traffic starts jumping. And folks like me on the job from 9 to 5. Working 9 to 5. What a way to make a living, barely getting by. And it's all taken and no giving, they just use your mind. And they never give you credit, it's enough to drive you 
Crazy if you let it. Nine to five. For service and devotion, you would think that I would deserve a fair promotion. Want to move ahead, but the boss won't seem to let me. <coughs> so sometimes that man is out to get me to do karaoke in the basement. You're not supposed to drink a shot while you're while you're singing. There's a shot break. Living your dream, just watching them chatter. You're just a step on the boss man's ladder, but you've got dreams that he'll never take away. Woo. Who's best in the same boat with a lot of your friends? Waiting for the day your ship will come in and the tide gonna turn and it's all gonna roll your way. Working nine to five, what a way to make a living. Barely getting by, it's all taken and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give the credit. It's enough to drive you. Take it, T-Dog. Crazy if you let it. They got you where they want you. It's a better life, and you think that I would don't you? It's a rich man's game, no matter what they call it. And you spend your life putting money in his wallet. Nine to five, oh, the way to make a living, barely getting by. It's all taken and no giving. They just use your mind. They never give you credit, it's enough to drive you t dog Crazy if you let it, 9 to 5 They got you where they want you, there's a better life And you think about it, don't you? It's a rich man's game No matter what they call it, and you spend your life Putting money in his wallet this goes on forever. Working, working nine to five. five. Said working nine to five. I'm working anyway. Working nine to five. That might be it. Woo! That's a long song. Dolly had the lungs for it at least. Uh, she does got some lungs. I feel like that whole song took place of like a work day. Yeah. Eight hours long. <laughs> yeah. Eight hours long. Did. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. This uh, special Labor Day episode. Of Karaoke Cast, I'm your host Pomp signing off. This is Mud saying thank you for listening. This is uh, T Dog saying aloha and uh, happy Labor Day. Bye. <laughs>